It's Friday, December 8th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden is heading to Las Vegas to showcase $8.2 billion in funding for 10 major passenger rail projects across the country, including to spur work on high-speed electric train routes that could one day link Nevada and California, as well as Los Angeles and San Francisco. The administration says the 218-mile train route linking Las Vegas and Rancho Cucamonga, California, about 40 miles east of L.A., may one day serve more than 11 million passengers annually. The administration hopes the investment through federal and state partnership programs will help to boost prospects for the long-discussed project. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said Mr. Biden also would use his visit to Las Vegas to address this week's shootings at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas that killed three people and wounded a fourth. In other news, California is facing a $68 billion budget deficit next fiscal year, its largest ever because of plunging revenues including a steep drop in personal income tax collections. According to estimates released by the Nonpartisan Legislative Analyst's Office Thursday, projected state revenues through the 2024-2025 fiscal year are $58 billion lower than assumed in the $310 billion state budget passed by the Democratic-controlled legislature and signed by Governor Gavin Newsom, also a Democrat, in June. The magnitude of the revenue decline only became apparent this fall after an unprecedented extension of the deadline for filing state and federal taxes for most Californians due to a series of storms last winter. Governor Newsom now faces the prospect of declaring a budget emergency to draw from the state's rainy day fund and help close the gap. In world news, Armenia and Azerbaijan said they will move towards normalizing relations and will exchange prisoners captured during recent fighting in Nagorno-Karabakh. The two neighbors have been involved in a decades-long conflict over the disputed territory. In a joint statement released on Thursday night, the two countries said they saw a historical chance for long-awaited peace. Both countries said they hoped to sign a peace treaty by the end of the year. Azerbaijan's lightning military offensive in September brought an end to three decades of ethnic Armenian rule in the region, recognized internationally as Azerbaijani territory. The two countries announced on Thursday that they would work towards signing a full peace treaty based on mutual respect for each other's territorial integrity. Back in the U.S., lawmakers have voted to formally reprimand New York Democrat Jamal Bowman for pulling a fire alarm while Congress was in session. The Republican-led House of Representatives passed the resolution with 214 votes for and 191 against. The alarm went off and triggered an evacuation as Democrats were trying to stall a vote to avert a government shutdown in September. Mr. Bowman said he activated the alarm by mistake while rushing to vote. The resolution to censure Mr. Bowman was introduced by Republican House Representative Lisa McLean from Michigan on Tuesday. A censure acts as a formal vote of deep disapproval of a Congress member's conduct. It does not act as an expulsion and does not prevent them from carrying out duties as lawmakers. And Ira Schaub had just showered, put on a clean sailor's uniform, and closed his locker aboard the USS Dobbin when he heard a call for a fire rescue party. 
He went topside to see the USS Utah capsizing and Japanese planes in the air. 82 years later, Schaub returned to Pearl Harbor Thursday on the anniversary of the attack to remember the more than 2,300 servicemen killed. He was one of five survivors at a ceremony commemorating the assault that propelled the United States into World War II. A crowd of a few thousand invited guests and members of the public joined the five Pearl Harbor survivors in holding a moment of silence at 7.55 a.m., the same time bombs began falling decades ago. Thursday's ceremony was held on a field across the harbor from the USS Arizona Memorial. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.